The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Savannah Hugh Moeller, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. Well, we've improved here before it was two <laughs> out of four. Now we're three out of four here for Mick Shots as we begin this Thursday in the SWBC podcast studio. We've got myself, Mickey, Savannah, and Everson. Hey, welcome back. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> sold you out, Savannah. Yeah. I sold you out last week. I had to go out of town quickly for a few days, but I was looking forward to us kind of taking over this thing. I was telling Mickey earlier this week, I had some people reach out to me on Twitter. Yeah. They were like, what happened they to the pissed. Everson and Savannah show? Yeah. Yeah. Monday, Monday was supposed ready. to be your show. Boy, right? they were ready, man. I, I hate I let them down. I hate I let them down. And by the way, <laughs> Bill is on his way. Uh, said he'd probably get here for the second segment, and what a trooper he is because he probably took off for the airport in Ugh. Phoenix this morning at about 5 a.m. their time to mm. get here. Uh, he's already landed, and what a trooper, and I just hope he was able to take a shower. <laughs> we, if not, we well, so. if we, I don't mind the, the champagne you drenched that, sweat. That's okay? Yeah, it's okay. Because he you was... Know, we know what the, 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 the occasion was for. He was exactly. soaked last night when he yeah. got in the locker room. He had his poncho <laughs> on with the, with the little hoodie. And, it never helps. And it he was it just, never helps. He was just his face was soaked. It was it was absolutely amazing. Eyes red from the champagne. But you know what? I I bet for him, and we'll hear from him. Uh, growing up here in Dallas, and I don't know how big of a baseball fan you were, but for Bill to be there, and having grown up a Rangers fan, mm-hmm. uh, to witness the first mm-hmm. World Series victory in Rangers history had to be something because they got here in 1972 uh playing in that old dilapidated minor league stadium arlington stadium Mm -hmm. uh and i'm sure he had gone to games and to actually witness that has got to be a really cool thing 100 that's incredible for bill he's yeah i mean it's incredible for for all of the rangers fans i mean Mm -hmm. it's just one of those last night was such a epic moment in the history for the Rangers and just watching that the the momentum just in Dallas everyone was just I think we're still we were still you know inhaling yes from the Cardinals series right it's like oh no don't tell me they're (laughs) one strike away I'll never forget this (laughs) my stomach hurt for a week after we lost that series because that was game six right one strike away yeah and then we were so disheartened that Game seven, we just knew we were going to lose. Yeah. And we started off and we scored first. Oh, no. Yeah. And everybody was like, uh, we're still, we're still going to lose. Right. And that's bad. I, I, I had the feeling, everyone had the feeling because game six was so, it just, it just took away from you, right? And so I think we were kind of still waiting around. You know, for that shooter like, drop let's again. Not, uh, <laughs> yeah, repeat yeah we're like, uh, we only have five runs. We need more. You know, <laughs> well, <laughs> they, I, I knew they needed more than one, right? <laughs> so it was. And, and it last was, night, with the whole, I was with the whole family, me, Sherelle, Cameron, and Charis. 
we watched it together. Yeah. And my wife never watches sports, especially baseball. And it was so tight in the beginning. She's like, they need to hurry up and do something. <laughs> yeah. I said, this is getting intense, isn't it, babe? Right, yeah. yeah. that's what it was. It was getting too well, intense Well, I was her. pointing out, oh, it, yeah. you know, this pitcher's pitching now. Yeah, man. Gallon, wow. is that his name? Mm-hmm. Boy, he was good. Uh, awfully good. Um, Nate and Frisco. Let, 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 Nate and Frisco. <laughs> I want to let him in. But uh, no, we, 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 man, we let out a, a big cheer at the final strike. What a pitch. Right. The final pitch. I know. Whoa. And of all people, scores, oh right? Man. Who struggled during the during the season, and then he came around the last month. That's right. Crazy. Uh, I didn't get excited until Simeon hit the home run. Yes. And and, and then I said, okay. And he needed that. Yes. I said, this yeah. is it. And I jumped off the couch, and it was a good thing I wasn't on the air, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I think there was a word I used. One of those words you can't say on the air, right? And, uh, and a good thing it was cold outside because the windows were closed, yeah. right? Yeah. I didn't wake up the neighborhood. I but. kept having to go back and forth, bedroom TV to the Dan TV. Yeah. Because, yeah, you know, I just couldn't sit still. Yeah, you know, I, I was up to min, I was up to midnight. <laughs> yeah, I by bet. the way, and okay. if anybody doesn't know what we're talking about, by uh-huh. the way, the Texas Rangers won the World yeah. Series, uh, and the first in uh, franchise history. And I was, I was, I was, I was kind of celebrating them, um, even though I didn't grow up a Rangers fan. But you know, I've been here, uh, and I was covering them for the Dallas Times Herald as a backup writer starting in 85 and so i'd been through a lot of those players that came through and a lot of the failings and uh was a partial season ticket holder for a while so i we, it was, we, had, we had our superstars too right? that, that led us up to the brink right yeah. and then didn't get it and then when mm-hmm. they finally got it and it was kind of you know i know i bet there were because i did it when the white Sox won the world series in houston in 2005 uh, shed a tear, and I bet. Oh, I bet there's a bunch of oh, Ranger man. fans. Oh, yeah. You're so happy. Oh, man. You're tearing up, and I was. I was okay until I. I can't remember what station did it. They played Eric Nadell's call of the final out. Yeah, the strike. Yeah. right? And it it just hit me that <laughs> everything he's been through on the radio, doing the radio. I think he's been doing it since they got here. Yeah. Or it yeah. seemed like it anyway, and. Uh, he had had some emotional problems this year and wasn't in the booth the beginning of the season. Yeah. And for him to make that call mm-hmm. and know what he has been through, I, it was like, okay, there, there goes a tear Good uh, stuff. for him. Good stuff. Because uh, he, you know, and, he, and he's so professional. And, and that was like the first time I think I've ever heard him kind of yell and scream. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, he, he got out of his comfort zone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which I thought too many TV people got out of their comfort zones, by the way. <laughs> Not the sports guys, but the the local anchors were were like waving their pom-poms. Uh, I thought a little too much. Come but, on, man. What do you mean too much? <laughs> There's no too much. Not too much when you, no too much when you win a World Series. Yeah, it was, uh, <laughs> it was a pretty good moment. And, you know, it's taken – this, this might be the first time – especially in the newspaper business here, that uh, during any week of the regular season for the Cowboys, that they are off the front page. Yes. Right. They're page 
I think they got pushed to page two, three, something like that. With a like big that. game coming up. Yeah, too. really. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's almost not like any other game it, coming right? up. <laughs> and then tomorrow there's going to be a parade. And right. it's like, yes. oh, by the way, the Cowboys are playing Sunday in mm-hmm. Philadelphia for a very big game. But it was a pretty neat uh, evening, uh, all in all. Uh, and, 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 and just seeing the relief on so many people. I got to hear... Uh, Tom Grieve this morning, for, yeah. former player, wow. general manager. <clears throat> then yeah. he did the broadcasting. His, he spent his whole career with this franchise. Moved here from Washington, D.C. when they were the Senators uh, and heard him on the radio. And, and, and it was pretty neat to, you know, his feelings on on uh, what they finally accomplished. And, you know, he made it sound like all the tr- the trials and tribulations they've been through got washed away. Yes, finally. they did. Yeah. They did. Right? Especially yeah. what you just talked about, mm-hmm. the 2011 uh, World Series and, uh, you know, the the series when they first got in the playoffs against the Yankees in 96 and, you know, didn't move any further. And then to do this, uh, he was talking about all the people that got a hold of him mm-hmm. uh, and, like, they were celebrating. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I'm sure, you know, it happened when the Cowboys finally broke through in 92 right. to win the Super Bowl. And it brought back to life the guys that had played before and won Super Bowls, mm-hmm. right, and mm-hmm. accomplished things. It's almost mm-hmm. like they became front and center yeah. uh, during, uh, during the Cowboys' run there in, in the early 90s. So, uh, yeah, I, I sort of understand that. And you had a stat for me about championship teams here in Dallas Fort Worth let I think me, let me pull it up let's see here I was reading yesterday a couple different things after the game so um the last title so obviously Texas Rangers they won last night 2023 mm-hmm. champs Dallas Mavericks 2011 Dallas Stars 1999 and the Cowboys 1995 Mm -hmm. and uh the stat that i read was this was um i think it was boston that um all four major sports teams have won a title since 95 Mm -hmm. yeah so Mm -hmm. dallas and Boston. boston right and boston did it recently with the bruins winning and uh the red sox finally breaking their jinx and the Patriots. They call themselves the city of champions. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of hard to hear. <laughs> yeah. It really was hard to hear. Yeah. But it is yeah. a, it is amazing, though, since 95 that every one of these teams has won a, a, a championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Rangers were the, the last ones. The last ones. So uh, I guess uh, we should talk about the Cowboys and the Eagles. And I'll give you a quick update. They're practicing in pads uh, today. Uh, Mike McCarthy pointed out, um, heck, I should let Savannah do it. She heard the press conference. Mm. The injury report for today, go right ahead. Sure. We talked about Tyrone Smith, and he will still be with the rehab group today, uh, working with Britt Brown. And uh, we're we're still going to wait to see if he's going to play on Sunday. But um, Coach McCarthy did say that hopefully he'll be able to participate fully in practice on Saturday. Mm -hmm. That's the hope. So that's going to be the barometer if he's able to work on Saturday. And it's not a a heavy practice, but they're hoping to get him to the game Mm -hmm. with the stinger. Uh, He uh, he, uh, suffered in practice last week that kept him out of the game. Uh, I did see when I was out at practice that uh, Chuma Adoga, who they had listed as limited yesterday, 
with an ankle uh, was least in pads. So it looked like he would, he was going to practice. Um, Michael Gallup yesterday did not practice with an illness, but he had his pads on and mm-hmm. he was working on the cords. So uh, that bode, bodes well uh, for him being <clears throat> ready. Uh, J. Ron Curse was out there. He didn't practice yesterday with a toe. Uh, and so I think from an injury standpoint, you know, they could be in pretty good shape if indeed they can get Tyron Smith uh, ready for the game. And the Eagles, by the way, have uh, their starting corner, Bradley Roby, he's their nickel corner, didn't practice yesterday with a shoulder. So we'll see where where that one goes. But they, they seem to be pretty healthy from uh, their starters going in, into uh, the game. Got anything else on your little notebook there that you wanted to point out? Uh, while we were still on the topic of the Rangers, uh, Coach McCarthy, he was asked, that was the first question somebody yeah, asked him, right. was what does that mean for, for Dallas and and what is that momentum even for these guys to mm-hmm. see? And he was like, it's great. Uh, I think it's important that uh, it you know maybe gives us a little luck on Sunday, yeah. but it's just something for – for the guys to be like, wow, like another Dallas sports team did it. So. And by the way, they won on the road, so you go win on the <laughs> yeah, road. Yeah, they mentioned he mentioned the 13, 13 wins on the road for the Rangers. And yeah, it was so, eleven. That's 11 crazy. Yeah. 11 but what does that say about the home field? Because right? we don't do jack at home. Well, so. well, what happened in the first two series? They they only played one game at home, right? They they uh, they swept. Tampa Bay, and it was the best two mm-hmm. out of three in the first two were there. Mm-hmm. And then then it was three out of five, and they won the two games there and then came home and won. And then the Astros deal, they won their four games in Houston, which is absolutely amazing. It is. Yeah. You know, and the, the other thing that was going to be uh, kind of symmetry the last game of the regular season, when they needed to win to win the division, yeah. they got beat one to nothing. Mm-hmm. They almost won the World Series on the road one to nothing right. until they erupted in that uh, in that f- uh, f- ninth inning. I, I was look, I was feeling comfortable with the one run. Yeah, you were. I really was. I mean, because our pitching was doing well, and you know. The old man, Chapman, he's he's had his issues. I was really you know? worried. I was like, why? Why? <laughs> you know, he's, we, we need him. We still need him in there. We have to get someone to fill that inning. And uh, he made me a little nervous, but I'm glad he got his ring with us. Yeah, yeah, finally. And, and then they closed it. Um, so I'll tell you what. Let's take a break here. And hopefully uh, Bill said he'd be here for the second segment of mix shots on dallascowboys.com bill don't need to be driving all crazy trying to get here oh he's he's speeding <laughs> up the toll he, he basically he basically pointed out if 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 he was already had landed when i checked in on him and he goes if they get my bags to me i'll make it in time i can't see bill like driving fast you know like being in a serious hurry right you know, i can't see him you know just we easy weaving in and out of the traffic. Like you and me. Yeah, like right? me and you. <laughs> I can't see the pickup just kind of, you know, doing all of that. All right. Hopefully Bill will be back when we start the next segment here on Mix Shots. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap at the Prescott who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With Blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. 
Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Cowboys football and Miller Lite. What a pairing. Can cracks a kickoff. Tailgates going way past postgame. Sunday night overtimes followed by Monday morning swagger. Brisket in the smoker. Miller Lite in the cool. America's team playing America's greatest sport. Miller Lite, the only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys football tastes like Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2023 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. Back, back to mixed shots. K-Post Roofing and Waterproofing, the official roofer of the Dallas Cowboys. Mm, yeah, that was Look a brief because we want to welcome somebody. Damn. So what's up? It was like, what's up? It's almost like a, <laughs> it's like a triumphant return from the World Series War. <laughs> uh, Bill is nope. back. From the airport wars. Yeah. God, what a guy to get back uh, well, I would have got back for the beginning of the show, uh-huh. but at the airport, you fly out from Terminal oh, B, right. but you don't fly into Terminal B. You fly into Terminal yeah, D. The tram, then you got to the take Terminal Link yeah. over to Terminal B, and then I couldn't find my car. <laughs> I, I'd literally reach. I, okay, I, what I remember, I remember this doesn't look like the same terminal I came in. <laughs> After I got to Dover to Terminal B, and then I'm, I said, "Oh yeah, I remember. I had I mistakenly brought my umbrella uh-huh. into the terminal, and so after I checked in, I took my so I retraced my steps. Like I remember that part of it. Oh yeah, I went to the lower level. It's anyway. Just take a picture. <laughs> Just take. I know. A picture. I, I thought that same thing. Why yes. didn't I take a picture? No, but I. Uh, it was B eleven. I, yeah. I, I had it in my memory. No, B12. no. B twelve. Don't even go for like vitamin B twelve. That's how I remembered it. (laughs) Vitamin B12. Wow. (laughs) I hope it helped with your memory. (laughs) But anyway, it was fun. Are you muted? Your knees are, Did y'all your watch legs the game? Are too short. Oh, we watched watch the game. Come on. All these people, all these people, like my daughters who haven't watched baseball since I was doing Ranger games twenty years ago. All of a sudden, they start watching. Yeah. Baseball now. And they were texting me throughout the entire game. Oh, this is amazing. Whatever. I got to say, I was watching last night and I turned on uh, 
your channel. Uh oh. Got a got that a pic of you. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're walking around a little bit. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. That was with Tony Beasley, the third base coach. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that was, that was before we went into the champagne shower. You would have been the only one that know him. Am I still muted? You still oh. muted, Spags. Golly, dude. How are your short legs able to even hit the <laughs> I figured you were the only one that knew who Tony Beasley was, by the way. You had somebody else. I Was it was it Kinsler? No, Adrian Beltre. No. No, but he did have there Kinsler. There was an oh. – yeah. Prior to uh, – On the field. Nathaniel Lowe. It was not a player. I mean, it was, it was like Kinsler. a front – it was Kinsler, wasn't it? No, I didn't talk to Kinsler. You must have been flipping around. It must have been some other station. No, you had, you had a guy. Um I, I thought I saw you, Kinsler, too. Yeah. Yeah. It was. A, oh, well, maybe I did. <laughs> I don't remember. It wasn't in the locker room when you were uh, had your poncho No, no it, was, it was on the field. It was, it was on, on the, the field. field. Yeah. 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 Huh. And I said, well, Bill's the only one that knows who that is. Right. Right. They know who Kinsler is. Yeah. I can't. I, yeah. That's who I thought it was. Maybe it wasn't. Yeah. Well, anyway. I, I told my family, I said, we're going to have to go buy some old Texas Rangers gear. And uh, act like we've been, yeah, know, been fans you know what? Well. for years. And I forgot because I've got one of those old caps, and it was a cap, not a hat. It was a cap that was circular, and it was the logo back when they were playing at Arlington Stadium. Mm-hmm. And I was going to bring it, thing? and I forgot to bring it. <laughs> what do you do with that? <laughs> I, I just keep old hats. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, the thing about it is because of the whole Bally Sports thing. Yeah, people I, I haven't been able to that. watch this. Team. I know. I mean, because because literally, there's only about one third of the Metroplex who, over a three year period, is getting about Bally Sports. It was the same thing when the Mavericks made it to the playoffs, and now all the games you're seeing Luca and all the other, you knew who Luca was on the team, but all these other players when they made it all the way to the Western Conference Final last year, yeah, and uh, and now this. This year, all of a sudden, this has been a fun team to watch all year. But most, you know, sixty percent of the fans, even if you wanted to watch baseball, you yeah. couldn't watch it. Which happened last year with the Stars. Yep, I the got, Stars, oh, the same exactly. thing. I got robbed of the season, and uh-huh. then they got in the playoffs, and I'm going, "Oh, that's pretty good." <laughs> so that's what needs to happen now: is mm-hmm. get this whole thing fixed where we can watch all our teams. The other thing that I'm struck by, with as much excitement as there is about the Rangers winning a World Series. Can you imagine if the Cowboys <laughs> won a Super Bowl, what it would be like? We were right. just I'm, talking I'm about 1995. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm hoping they'd be inspired. You know, you can do that. You can do that. Yeah. You can, you can yeah. be inspired by your fellow uh, athletic uh, organizations. And, mm-hmm. You know, hopefully the Cowboys will say, okay, you know, it can be done untraditionally because this was very untraditional. Mm-hmm. Winning on the road almost. Oh, yeah. 11, I mean, 11 road wins. To get there the was post-season. ridiculous. How about, how about a month ago? I mean, <clears throat> six weeks ago, they played the Astros at home and they got beaten a three game series 39 to 10. It was, it was the equivalent was of the up. Cowboys losing to the 49ers 42 to 10. They barely made it. And then and Evan Carter, the rookie sensation, wasn't even on the team then. He got called up right after that series cuz Adolis got hurt. And so Evan Carter gets called up and he just set the record from, uh, no one's hit more doubles in the postseason wow. than Evan Carter That's did crazy. with nine. And he had a, and he had another one that they said hadn't happened since Mickey Mantle in 1952. It might have been getting on base. Uh, he, he had 17 or something straight games. About a rookie or something. Yeah, it was a rookie yeah. making a, a rookie making his debut getting on base 17 straight games. So you look at it, you got Seager. <clears throat> he did amazing things. Two uh, 
World Series MVPs. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got Garcia. Yeah. He had 22 RBIs, 22 which RBIs. is the most uh, postseason RBIs ever. And he didn't even get to play the last game. And he didn't game. play the last two yeah. games, yeah. Yeah. And then um, Evaldi. And then you talk about Carter. Evaldi yeah. win, with the, with the and Evaldi winning five, five games, games. In, in the playoffs. The first to do that. He's a, he's a, he's a man. And, he's a man. And then yeah. Bochi's name up there with all those and, managers. Bochi has won 15 of the last 16 series yeah, he's managed. That's, that's like five, <laughs> five people of note that have wow. done something and, amazing. And, and what now, four World Series championships? Uh-huh. Yep. Yep, just I, I can, you can hear Evaldi every time he pitches. <clears throat> <laughs> it's like he's mad. And, and where's he from? Where's he from? He's from Alvin, Texas. You lying? No, he is, <laughs> he is. from Alvin, yes. Texas, yeah. home of Nolan Ryan. I gotta put these things down so I can brag on all my Texas. <laughs> well, and he add more. In fact, on the plane, I'm I'm writing a story uh, about how this team was like the culmination of so many of. Ranger players from the past that just got thrown into the same team. Right. Yeah. I'm gonna add, I'm gonna add Nathan Ivaldi from Alvin, Texas. Yeah. Now that I just yeah. thought of that. Yeah. But uh, from Josh Hamilton was left-handed hitting slugger from North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Corey Seager, left-handed hitting slugger from North Carolina. Now mm. he's got Hall of Fame consistency. And, uh, Josh Hamilton had Hall of Fame talent and was wasted. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, there's there's so many others that are just like that. That and Avaldi, uh, his nickname's Evo, right? Well, now it's Houdini. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> just squirming out of all those bases. That was amazing. Guys on base. That was incredible. And that that's what made me feel good about the one nothing lead. Mm-hmm. I, I I thought that they were still going to grind their way to that win no matter what. And this is what I was talking about how they could inspire the Cowboys. You know, Cowboys don't don't win gritty. These guys won every gritty game. They won. I mean, hey, you can't expect to win on the road. Oh, man, just watch us. You know, we're going to do it. We're going to do it ugly, too. I like that. I mean, we. you get hit by a pitch. You're Garcia. You hit a home, you hit a, uh, a home run before, the, before you come back and hit the uh, grand slam. I mean, that's just a lot of stuff going on that was so dramatic. Because to me, that was the number one uh, inspiring moment of the series was him getting hit and coming back the way he did in the series. It just lifted up everyone. Mm-hmm. It was, Yeah, and the whole thing. I mean, you mentioned – I mean, in that Astros series, I mean, that was that was the equivalent of the 49ers mm-hmm. to the Cowboys mm-hmm. right there. Mm-hmm. They, just, they got over that hump. Yep, and then, yeah. and then they get hit. They, get, they, they um, had the dramatic home run by Altuve in the Game 5, and then they got to go on the road and play at Houston and win Game 6 and Game mm-hmm. 7, and they did that. So don't, 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 that's why I always hated stats. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to go play by play, game by game, yeah. moment by moment, even especially in in, in the series. And you know what? I, I loved at the end too, because I'm sure the analytics in the ninth inning says you got to bring in Leclerc. Uh-huh. He said, "You know what? My pitcher's pitching pretty darn well. I'm Keep leaving him in. him in there." Well, the other thing I thought he on that, he looked a little cocky at the end of the game. Who spores? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I saw he was <laughs> prancing around that pitcher's mouth. <laughs> he was. Man, I'm like, and the last pitch, oh my God. You know what I thought on that is okay, you had a five run lead, but if 
if keeping spores in, right? Okay, if he runs into trouble, at least you have a safety blanket in Leclerc. I mean, if you made the change and Leclerc came in, where are you going then to then, then if what? he doesn't yeah. have it? For the, <laughs> and, and when he's pitching the third straight day, right? And then, boy, you're subject to all sorts of criticism oh, at that man. point. You know, he how can you? Care. Yeah, he care. no, that's right. Now, how about the fact that you got a pitcher who's pitching a no hitter and. Uh, ten minutes later, he gives up a run, <laughs> and he comes out of the game. He's only thrown eighty-three pitches, eighty-three pitches, and ten minutes before he'd had a no-hitter in the seventh inning. And it's like you got somebody better than this. And he walked. He, he leaves. And sure the, enough, they didn't. So, he leaves the game. He's like, oh, yeah, that was God. take take off your professional hat. Uh-huh. And what did it mean to you growing you up? Know, I, I haven't been able to take off my professional hat. <laughs> I know. Well, you, you got it, but it is. You got an opportunity yeah, right now. Go. Seriously, it, it's like you're so focused on what you got to do next yeah, that yeah. you don't savor the moment. Uh, at the end of our, we had an hour long post game, and after getting out of the champagne shower and everything, we had like five minutes to mm-hmm. you know put to our thoughts together. But that was when you know I was. That guy who, and there's so many of my generation like this who lived here, and in 1972 when Major League Baseball came to Arlington, I remember April 15th, 1972, when I had to go to bed. It was you know a school night, and Dick (laughs) Bosman is starting for the Rangers against the California Angels, and listening to the radio as I went to bed at night, and then you know a week later they play the first home game, and Frank Howard, who by the way. Passed away, away just yeah. uh, three days ago oh, wow. uh, at age 87. He had the first home run at Arlington Stadium, wow. dead center field. That was, by the way, that team in 1972, they won 54 <laughs> games and lost 100. <laughs> Their leading home run hitter, guess how many home runs he hit? A guy named Ted Ford. Ten. He hit 14 home runs. I was going to say 13. <laughs> I was going to say 13. He, he hit 14 <laughs> home runs to lead the team. And well, he was uh, cracking. You know, but uh, and then too at the old that old Arlington Stadium, I first got on the radio in Arlington Stadium. I and a friend, uh Gary Schaferman, we went uh for early for batting practice one day and on their pregame show they would have fans ask questions of players. No, they did not. Yes, and I've got I still got a cassette tape of it. Uh, Hi, this is Bill Jones from <laughs> I got a question for you. <laughs> Oh, well, I was I was thinking about you because I remember when in uh, '85 when the Bears uh, won the NFC title game, uh, they beat the Rams at Soldier Field, and I had been covering them kind of majority of the season. I covered a bunch of their games. It was a great national story, right? And I was a Packers fan growing up, but. It was Chicago, and I finally said, okay, I don't have to be mad at the Bears or whatever. And it was a neat story. And when they uh, made the play, they were going to clinch the victory. And I don't know if they were getting ready to kneel or however it ended. It started snowing (laughs) right at the end, and I'm going – now, how fitting is this? <laughs> Somebody's watching over right now, right? And I, I think I, I, I got a little emotional watching it, and I was just thinking of you, the opportunity to be Mr. Professional the whole way through mm-hmm. and, and carrying your anchors, by the way, and you don't have to say anything. <laughs> uh, and, and then, you know, what must have come over you when you saw it, other than, okay, i got to get to work now? You know, I felt it more uh, in 2010, mm. 
when uh, Natali Feliz struck out Alex Rodriguez to win that game and beat the Yankees and go to the World Series for the first time. I found myself, as I as the ninth inning was starting, I was walking from the auxiliary press box at the ballpark in Arlington to get in position to go on the field for the celebration. And I my I, I, my t- uh, eyes started welling up with tears. Mm-hmm. Sure. And what you do, you're, you think about with baseball, it's different than any other sport because baseball is a daily thing and it's it becomes a fabric of your family. Right. Yeah. You, know, you might just right. go to one or two games every now and then or whatever, but it's like the radio's on with the baseball game on, on the patio in the yeah. summer. It's like the sounds of summer or whatever. And so it's just part of the culture. And uh, that's what it's so it's those family memories more so than the team itself that makes it special. I think with uh, like a guy my age, your age, Bill. Who was your Who was your team before the Rangers? Uh, Yankees, because Mickey see? Mantle played for the Yankees. And see, yeah. that that was the thing. We mm-hmm. we grew yeah. up, and then all of a sudden, at 12, 13 years old, oh, we got a team. Yeah, because right. at first it was just Cowboys. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah we didn't have Mavericks. Yep. We didn't have we had ABA basketball. No. Mavericks didn't come around in nineteen eighty one. Stars so, didn't come around in nineteen eighty one. My allegiance was always all, with another team. Yeah, it, and then here these guys come, these bums, you yeah. know, and like I mean, come on, they were they were 14, 14 home runs. You know, for the leader. Yeah. And I was, I, it took me a long time to be, uh, you know, ingratiated to, to yeah. the right. Which, which gets back to can you imagine the Cowboys, mm-hmm. what it would be like when the Cowboys win it again? Because I mean, I mean, we're talking all the way back to 1960 now. Yeah, it's a, yeah. it's not only the most successful over the course of a half century, but also it's the oldest franchise here in mm-hmm. town. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and all those memories. Now, my, my daughters don't remember the Super Bowls from the nineties, <laughs> and so wow, that's yeah, crazy. Yeah, well, so. we're. By the way, getting ready to celebrate it again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll well find, we've had we'll find out on a little bit we'll, more on, on Sunday. Sunday. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> on Sunday. There are, that'll be the motivation Sunday. right there. I mean Mavericks made it to the Western Conference final. Uh, Stars made it all the way this mm-hmm. past year mm-hmm. and almost won it all. And now the Rangers have, and so here we are. And FC Dallas needs to win tomorrow night to stay in there. Playoffs. Okay. Right? Hey, so how, how many, who else we throwing in there? Who else we got? Yeah, make Dallas some gumbo. Sports. Let's make some yeah. gumbo. You know what Dallas I would like? Sports. I've been on this Ranger beat all week. I would like to know what's going on with the Cowboys no, this week. Would we tell come you back here on Mix Shots in just that. a moment? The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Cowboys football and Miller Lite. What a pairing. Can cracks a kickoff. Tailgates going way past postgame. Sunday night overtimes, followed by Monday morning swagger. Brisket in the smoker. Miller Lite in the cooler. America's team playing America's greatest sport. Miller Lite, the only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys football tastes like Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2023 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. 
I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese-to-sour-cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Back, back to mixed shots. The Salvation Army's 27th annual Red Kettle kickoff returns to AT&T Stadium this Thanksgiving. Get excited to watch the one and only Dolly Parton rock the stage during the halftime when your Dallas Cowboys go head-to-head with the Washington Commanders. Tune in at 3.30 p.m. on CBS. By the way, those Washington Commanders have a different look to them yes, since the they last do. time I was in this studio. <laughs> that defensive line doesn't look defensive. quite the oh same. Goodness, right? Exactly. Man. Wow. That was the strength of that team. Uh-huh. Yeah. It was. So when you got to talk <laughs> Cowboys again, other than with us, like what do you need to know so we can get you back in? Back up to speed. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I got a parade, the Ranger parade tomorrow. tomorrow. I'm, I'm going to miss you. tomorrow. I figured. Yep, yeah. Yep. Uh, and so I – well, here, as soon as we get done with this, I'm doing a segment with David Moore for the Coaches Show. <laughs> and I'm go. doing the lead-ins on the Coaches Show. Well, the only injury note you need to know, and we already discussed it, is Tyron Smith, they're hoping, can practice on Saturday. And if he practices on Saturday, he'll be good to go. Oh, okay. So they're trying to get him well, to got the a game. stinger got while a stinger. Sleeping. Yeah, no, practicing, actually. <laughs> Um, what else you got over there, Savannah? I've been doing a lot of studying on the Eagles this week, and uh, they've had eight different starting secondaries this season. Mm. And the Eagles secondary has given up 12 touchdowns um, with a 96.9 rate, so they're 20th in the league uh, as far as giving up those touchdowns. So I've been just taking my notes on all of the – the depth chart for the Eagles and and doing all the things. But I'm trying to focus on their defense a little bit as well, just matching up with our offense, what, what they can do. Because their coach was saying that his goal is essentially to confuse Dak Prescott. Mm-hmm. That was something I read this morning. Shocking that right. they would think of that. <laughs> One thing you see uh, from really all quarterbacks, if you're going to have an issue – most likely it won't come from the outside. When Dak has problems, when I was looking at Kirk Cousins the other night having problems, it's always the pressure up the middle. Mm-hmm. That's what always gives you a problem. What we've been good at and what Dak has been uh, really uh, conscious of is keeping his eyes downfield because the rush he knows is going to come because his offensive line has been having some issues. And he's been able to step up and out. If he can't step up, then you got a problem. You, if you can't step up, then that's where you get the pressure in your face, and that's where you get Dak throwing, and not just him, any quarterback, throwing in the middle, 
and they can't see where the defenders are. If they can just keep those guys at bay up front on the, those, those two tackles, nose guard, whatever, then that gives your quarterback a chance to escape because the defensive ends are coming so far wide upfield. I wonder if Which that's... brings me to Jalen Carter. Yeah. Because Jalen, what I read before I went to Phoenix to cover baseball, Jalen Carter was going in to have an exam on his back, and, and then he's a full participant in practice yesterday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how about that? Yeah. And uh, they, now they now their full practice was a walkthrough, I think. Right, and they've got <laughs> they've got. Him. I was a full participant of their practice too. <laughs> they, they've got him listed as the backup to Jordan Davis, but they play both of those guys. Right, quite and Jalen Carter's together, made an impact right? as a rookie mm-hmm. right. first round pick. Yeah, and and so that might be one of the reasons why you know we sit here and go, okay, if if Tyrant Smith can't play, then why don't they move Tyler Smith over there? But you've got that middle locked down yeah. with him, Biotish, and Zach Martin. Uh, and that might be in their thinking that, you know, we can give the tackle help, which, by the way, after the first sack of the first play yeah. of the game, yeah. uh, when Odoga got beat, I started watching and it was like, uh, the tight ends over there mm-hmm. or the running backs mm-hmm. over there. They're not going to sit there and sacrifice their offense. By the way, that was my guy from Brown University who got him on the first sack of the game, Michael Hoyt. Hoyt. Uh-huh. Oh. That's, that was the one that <laughs> I was talking about last week. First play of the game. There he goes. And then he didn't hear a word from him the rest of the day. <laughs> and, and, although the second play of the game and then the third play of the uh-huh. game until they got the holding call and right. they kind of turned things around. You know, when you were talking about uh, – Dak and confusing him. Um, I saw the note, and I think it, it was in the uh, story from Philly that Dak is eight and three against Philadelphia in his career. Mm-hmm. And remember, he didn't play against them last year; he was hurt. That was the Cooper Rush game that they won. You're talking at Philly, at, yeah. At, yeah, yeah. And but he's three and zero oh the last three times he's been able to play uh, Philadelphia with eleven touchdowns, one pick and an average of 293.3 yards passing mm-hmm. in those three games. So um, they understand what he can do to them. And this is the first matchup between he and Jalen, right? Yes. I believe so. Because Jalen, <clears throat> Jalen's, I want to say he's 1-2 and two against the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. And the one was last With year Cooper. against Cooper, Cooper Rush. Yeah. yeah. Um, so... Um, but again, I think the other one was in 2020, maybe his rookie year when he started at the end of the year and mm-hmm. Dak was already out for the, for the season. Right. Um, so yeah. Uh, and the other thing I, I thought was interesting, uh, this week was, you know, they kept getting asked, how do you, how do you, how do you practice? How do you stop the, the tush push or the push tush? I don't know what, which way is <laughs> tush push. No, push, you, to, you push, push the, the tush, tush yeah. right? <laughs> and, and, and basically, it was getting pointed out, and Mike pointed it out. It's like, well, or no, maybe it was Mike yesterday. It was like, well, you can't practice that. Yeah, he did say that, yeah. Right? We're not going to mm-hmm. go out there and hit each other. and <laughs> like, you know, see what angle we can dive in yeah, from to right. stop them from. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and it's like it's not, it's not like you can practice against it. Um, so yes, sir. Your hand is raised, uh, Mr. I, Bill. May Bill. I uh, <laughs> may I clarify something here? Go ahead, go, Bill. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys played the Philadelphia Eagles on September twenty seventh, two 
2021, and the two starting quarterbacks were Jalen Hurts for the Eagles and Dak Prescott for the Cowboys, and the Cowboys won that game 41 to 21. At Philly okay. or here? That uh, was that here. was that was that when was uh, Jalen threw the, the touchdown, like going out of bounds, and by the, and, oh by the way, touchdown, and uh, he threw it to the Heisman Trophy winner, and uh, the guy went up and caught it in the end zone. Smith? I think that yeah, I think that was when they went up against each other. The one time. The one time. and the, So that was the other time yeah. that they, they beat Trayvon him. had a 59-yard interception return yeah, in this yeah. game. Against I remember that. Jalen Hurts. Not, but Trayvon's not going to be playing. You know, anymore. I got an idea. <laughs> I, I, I got well, an we idea. We don't need We got Blake. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Trayvon was in the, in the locker room yesterday. He, you, he you, trickled in. That's right. Yeah. He did. Um, you know what you need to do when they do that fourth and one play? They're, they keep trying to dive over. I think when they dive over, you need to horse collar the quarterback <laughs> because you can horse collar the ball Within carry the in between the tackles, right? That's what they need to do. Just yank them back. Interesting. You think I should go down the I ball? I think you should. Give, give them my theory. Nicky, you're go, supposed go, to be on the field right now. No, 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 they're like, hey, uh, somebody check on Spags. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think he's going crazy. Because, you know, I saw that. I can't remember if it was a college play or an NFL play where the running back was going right up the middle and he mm. got horse collar uh-huh. and they threw the flag. Uh-huh. And I'm going, yeah, that's a horse collar. Did they and pick then, it up? Yeah, because oh. they said he was in, within the, the in the box. Yeah. He was within the box, and so you can do that. Um, so, yeah, that was my idea. Just go grab the quarterback. If you're going to do anything, so you have the two guys in the back, they're pushing. Yeah. So you got to like designate stuff. You have to have a guy take him out and then one guy take him out. Because you got to come in from jump the side. The right. Yeah. 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 Then that's the horse. The horse, horse collar can come from. But that. if you're not going to practice it, <laughs> right. it's kind of hard. <laughs> how, do, how do you execute that? So I guess it's just low man wins on that. They get so low. Yeah. Oh, low man wins. I guess it's all about the quarterback. And, and you, got, you also have you a quarterback the center. who can squat 800 pounds. Mm-hmm. Right. And you get a center, and if he and if his legs are that strong, yeah, it's kind of hard. To, they just need to get rid of the play. Don't do that, man. Get rid of just because you can't beat it doesn't mean you get rid of it. <laughs> once Tell him ever since. Once, once they lose a quarterback, now for he's the looking season, for a quarterback to be hurt. Yeah, and, and then there it is. That's the moment I was and, talking and then about. They'll, and then they'll go, okay, we got to get rid of this play. It's dangerous. It's not. It's not safe to mm-hmm. be doing this stuff. It's not safe to do it when you're in the middle of the field. And they well, push from I, I, behind. I, 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 yeah, Jalen Hurts won't get one. hurt doing it. So that's not Somebody good. else has got to have to be someone else to get hurt. Yeah. Well, I think we're out of time on this edition mm-hmm. of Mix Shots. I, I think my he- header for Mix Shots has to be Ranger something. <laughs> <laughs> but why Can not? Can the Cowboys duplicate the Rangers? Right. Mm-hmm. How's that? The Rangers script. Correlate. Mm-hmm. Road mm-hmm. Warriors. The script has been written. That's right. There we go. There you go. There yeah, you go. That's good. All right. So well, you're back for two segments. And, and then, then I'm gone tomorrow. So I guess Monday. I will remind me to text you my yes, picks to, to click, click. And yeah. I'll go down Cowboys memory lane with the Eagles and for you can't my put, you score. You can't put Corey Seager in any of your picks. <laughs> <to click>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite baseball player. 
And I was the Corey Seager. And when he played the way he did in 2020, when the World Series Mm -hmm. World Series was here, World Series, yeah, Series (laughs) was here. I'm going. This guy is unbelievable. Not just the way he hits, but at his size playing. I don't don't know what happened. His brother, but but the Dodge, the Dodgers blew it. I don't know what happened, uh, but they blew it. You know, his brother was known as a Ranger killer, Kyle Seager Mm -hmm. with the Mariners. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But now Corey Seager Corey has Seager. revived the Rangers team. Yeah. Champions. It's deathbed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that does it for this edition of Mix Shots. And we will, well, they will see you tomorrow <laughs> at noon. Go Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!